Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Sean, and with my fellow American Rodney, we break down the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. You know, I'm starting to pick up some hints that you might be dropping here, Rodney. I'm dropping hints? Dropping hints, because we're joined today by Danielle and Benjamin from Swedish for Professionals. Yes, yes, yes. I'm hinting. I'm hinting. <laughs> I don't know they about do the language. professionals part, but... They, they, do, they do language stuff, Sean. We're going to get you up and running and fluent like within 30 minutes. Deal. That, that's, our, that's our goal. Ben, Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We are thrilled that you could uh, to join us and that you could give Sean Swedish lessons. Uh, but, but, but before we get to that, um, we want to hear a little bit about, because your, your journeys were different and yet the same, and then you ended up at the same place. Danielle, fill me in. How, how, did that, how does that work out? Oh, so uh, about a year ago, uh, Ben and I, neither of us lived here yet, and we were both uh, separately, of course, not knowing each other, making some really serious decisions about our future. Um, and in my case, my partner got a job here at Stockholm University. And so mm -hmm. we decided that we would move to Stockholm and a couple of months later, I end up in the office at Swedish for Professionals next to this other American person. And after chatting for a little while, we discovered that we arrived here in Stockholm on the same exact day. <laughs> after years of waiting. <laughs> that is, that's crazy. And Ben, how did you, so what, what, what was your journey like? You... Yeah, it was, it was a pretty similar thing, um, except my, my partner is Swedish. Uh, she's from here, uh, from Lunds, and she was working in the U.S. Um, where we met. And after a couple months, she went, ah, so some bad news. Uh, my contract is ending here. I've got a job back in Stockholm. So we kind of went, all right, we'll see how it goes. And uh -huh. probably three years, four years almost later, here we are. Wow. Wait, so yeah. both you guys, both you guys have been here for four years? I've, been, like I've been here for a year. Most, most of our time was spent waiting for applications to process and oh. paperwork and all those lovely oh, uh, visits you make with them. Oh, that's Sean's favorite. That That's oh, Sean's yeah. absolute favorite. <laughs> <laughs> a good experience with them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, in my case, we moved up here for my wife's work also. But then we were coming from London and there, when we moved to London, they made us do all the immigration forms and mm. all that stuff ahead of time. So we kind of just showed up in the country. We called up, um, it's not the NHS, but basically the social security office and said, Hey, this is my social security number. What do I do? They're like, okay, you're here, blah, blah, blah. Go to the bank tomorrow. Yada, yada, yada. But you get to Sweden and then it's like. Migration verket, and then scatter verket, and then all these verkets, and then they're just like, "Wait, what do you mean you want to pay for something? We don't take cash here, but you can't have a bank account for another six months." Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was the rough one. The bank account. <laughs> they went. Yeah. So why do you want a bank account? Like, well, uh, <laughs> kind of. 
thought I needed one. It has to has to do with the whole transactional thing with the uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't even get to sleep in my first day. Uh, I landed. I got here on Swedish National Day. What June sixth? Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, let's see. I got about two minutes of sleep because it was daylight the whole time. But as I was like just dozing off, my wife was like, okay, you got to get up. You got to go and you got to get your personal number. You got to get your personal number. And I was like, I couldn't even, yeah, I was like, I would be just happy if I could find the drapes or something dark to pull in front of the, in front of the window. But um, now let's see. So you have been, you have, you have a Swede, Danielle, Mm -hmm. Do you have a Swede or you? No. I do not have a Swede. No, I'm here with another American. So for us, getting here was um, probably about three months of turnaround. He was offered the job. We talked about it. He accepted the job. And two and a half, three months later, here we were trying to still figure out all the immigration stuff kind of as we went. Could use a Swedish professional to go ahead and help. Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, they they definitely they definitely don't uh, don't don't make it easy. Now, what kind of stuff? So, tell us a little bit about Swedish Swedish for professionals. Well, Swedish for professionals is a language education company. Um, we work with mostly expats, of course, because they're the ones not speaking Swedish. Um, And we do a lot of our work with companies who have international talent working for them. um, And they realize that there is a huge benefit, even if they're working in English, to having all of their international employees also learn Swedish. It makes things easier in the workplace and it helps people integrate so much faster and with a higher level of comfort and confidence. So it really does benefit Uh, international employees to begin learning to speak Swedish, even though the Swedes are so great at speaking English, which makes it really easy for expats like me and Ben to come here and start working. But it really just benefits everyone if uh, those of us who have moved here from somewhere else at least speak a little bit of Swedish so that we can function out in the world and um, communicate a little bit better with our coworkers. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Ben, you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have an interesting uh, kind of outlook on that, being the expats working in a, a company that, that works with that, uh, just going, okay, what, yeah, we can get by in English, but what do you need to know in Swedish right? Uh, just to have the whole fulfilled life here? And, and, and it's kind of messed up because Swedes mm-hmm. are more than happy to slip over to English. Oh yeah. So it's like try as you might to practice your Swedish or use your Swedish. All of a sudden, you know, they're switching over to English, and it's like nay, nay, nay. I've recently come up with the idea that I'm just going to pretend I don't know English at that point, just to, just to make it easy. <laughs> That's a great idea. You'll get more practice. Exactly. exactly. Now, Sean, how's your Swedish coming along? Well, the thing is, what happened was, <laughs> so I can read it fairly well until it gets to like the level of like the doctor's office or the government. Oh. And then they remove all the spaces between all the words. And you're just like, I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> but I'm getting better at like hearing it on the street and like the normal kind of situations. Like, uh, do you need your receipt? Do you want a bag with hat? All those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to navigate through the Ika and all that stuff. But yeah, like to even begin to start pronouncing words, I'm like, 
the wait where are we putting the emphasis in this word what uh, right. uh, and then by that point they're already like oh no you go over here make a left and then you'll find it i'm like ah, <laughs> exactly make it right they're like larsh we got another american over here stuck <laughs> in the vegetable section saying something about sir strumming again i don't know what yeah, he's talking yeah. about hey sean out of curiosity did uh Hinata get any like like swedish instructional stuff when she when you guys got here no i mean she started working the day the day after she landed so it it was full on um from there she's been trying to do some swedish um like the official sfe courses um Mm. while she's been on maternity leave but it's like the intensive class that is normally in person that then they move to online but it's not really built for e-learning it's just kind of happening in an online space so it's it's a bit difficult um but then she's also using Babel, which seems to be going pretty well so yeah trying to do wow. a couple different things there wait, wait so hanada is gonna learn swedish during maternity leave swedish maternity leave is long enough for you to learn like 15 languages <laughs> oh calm down now calm down i can tell you dylan speaks better swedish than both of us <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I can, I can, I can just imagine. Pretty soon it'll be Lordas Gudis. Oh yeah. Now, now a part of the uh, the the language side, you have okay, you have language. Um, what about like cultural training as far as filling people in on like the culture? Because I, I guess they'll go hand in hand. You have the language yeah, part, but, um, yeah, a, a lot of working culture. A lot of okay, how are you going to get along with? kind of different style of management here. Companies are laid out a little bit different than they are in the U.S. And right. Depending on where you come from. So, yeah, that's definitely important. We hold workshops as well on that to, to really just get everyone comfortable, not only for the expats themselves, but sometimes for, even for Swedes to kind of educate them and say, okay, this is how your people might kind of be thinking about things ah, you know, in right, the workplace. Right. Yeah, just be ready for that. Now, now, do you have a workshop that is just focused on Fika? <laughs> well, our thinking that they, workshops they, include information about Fika. Okay, okay, because I was going to say they can. One that doesn't. <laughs> okay, because that could be you could have like an advanced course. You could have a beginner's Fika, and you could have like an advanced Fika course. But uh, we know how how Fika plays such an important such an important role. Absolutely. In- yeah. Including uh, uh, doing a cultural workshop without including FICA would be a serious. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first thing you tell people when they sign up, it's like, I'm going to learn Swedish. You'd be like, do you drink coffee? Oh, you didn't drink coffee before. Well, you do now. You, yeah. you need to now. <laughs> exactly. <yep. laughs> right. I almost didn't take it seriously at first. Like, oh yeah, it's just one of those things people say, oh, they drink a lot of coffee. They are serious. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you, because you, you offer it for, um, say, for companies that are bringing uh, international employees, uh, but you also have, uh, would you call it pri- private client, like personal courses? I mean, just for individuals that, that also you can just do, wanna... Yeah, one-on-one private instruction, small groups, if you want to do it with friends. Uh, we've, you know, the last couple months had to become very flexible with how we kind of offer those things. Oh, yeah. Right. We're online. online now. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So really, but, anybody. And Sweden's, I mean, Sweden's a, a pretty, now the majority of country or a lot of countries are, are very tech 
but I mean, Sweden is is very technical and has been kind of on the forefront of. I mean, you got ABBA. Well, I mean, okay, that's not technical. You got Spotify, <laughs> you know, and the other ones. But uh, but that's got a, I, I assume, simplified a little bit uh, streaming there. But it does make, I guess it makes learning hard because you want to get like the uh, the facial expressions and the interacting with people and, and body language. I had a really hard time with body language. Um, I... I remember the first couple of times when we moved to Sweden, actually it was when I met my, my father-in-law, my, uh, my, my wife's uh, father, and we would talk and, you know, we gesticulate and you know, we have all of these, these emotions and, and they talk about Americans. And I remember talking to him the first couple of times and I could not read him, you know, mm-hmm. where he's talking to me and I wasn't sure if I was like, okay, was that funny? Was that not funny? That was, you know, was that, yeah. But, uh, but little things like that that uh, that plays such an important role. Yeah, oh, yeah. the so, in-person uh, learning has been very, very important to us, but especially in the past few months, since everything with the virus got very serious, we really had to get more flexible than we have ever been as a company. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. so very, very quickly, our educators did an amazing job of moving all of the in-person classes online and then yeah. the sales and marketing team together with the education team developed a whole new set of online classes to be really, really flexible and meet everybody's needs. Um, and of course, you know, some of these companies that have been taking our courses, well, some of their employees aren't coming to work anymore. So how can we accommodate mm-hmm. them as learners with their needs at home? Uh, so because wow. of that, in addition to moving all of our regular courses online, we also added Uh, several course options. We have Studio Swedish, um, which is a class for absolute beginners, and it's completely self-guided. It's a course that you take online at studioswedish.com. And that's basically to get you speaking quickly and comfortable in Swedish society, managing everyday tasks. And then for people who want to study with a coach, we also have these great four-week classes that uh, one of our coaches, Noah, who's really, really wonderful. He's one of our most popular classes uh, coaches. He runs right. those, um, and those are online. And um, in the summer, we're going to have our summer intensive courses. But rather than being in person like they normally are, those will be online as well. Ah. And now that midsummer has been canceled, uh, oh. people can just go ahead oh, and continue. No. Like you, you can just study right through midsummer weekend. That's oh, so disappointing. <laughs> Nobody wants to see how that goes. I feel the scowls coming through the, like the, the headphones here. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's uh, we're living in very interesting times. Um now what about uh Sean and I had talked about uh or have brought up a couple times uh like small talk. I mean, as Americans, we small talk. I mean, that's the way that we, <laughs> you know, start talking to people. Oh, yeah. Now when you remove small talking from the whole process of meeting somebody or getting to know somebody that makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, I mean, are, are there, do you have, do you meet with people that are frustrated or that simply, you know, I always tell people calm down. It's just a cultural thing. Um, but, or people here. So, so, you know, have just gotten here. So they're, they they do not really know what to expect. I think that's it too. Yes, yeah, definitely a cultural difference. I, I still have to stop myself from going, "Hey, 
how's, how's it going? What's happening? You know, all those <laughs> Americanisms, like, yeah, right. everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a totally different thing. And I, I always kind of explain to people here, you know, you get to know people through activities, uh, you know, join a club, go to the gym and, and take a class. And it's almost like this flip, this switch flips when right. you get into the class and then everyone's your best friend and then it's done and you all go. And then it's done and then they're not. It takes, you know, repeat that process a couple dozen times and there you go. There's right. Swedish socializing, small talk. Well, we're definitely going to, uh, last week we had Karin from Love Stockholm. And uh, they're going to be moving, or the plan is that they sell their place, they move over here, and her husband, Ross, is in for some great surprises, but we're going to have to turn him on to these, uh, to these classes as well. We, gotta, oh, yeah. so we, can get, we can get Ross. Now, is it, are your classes, since they're online, I assume that they can pretty much be for anybody anywhere, or yeah. oh, is, it's not just, Yeah. Yeah, we've had people who are preparing to move over here who are you know just thinking about it or get started with an app and then go well i need to ask someone some questions oh yeah right because see that that's where my i'm kind of a little bit of a procrastinator i'd be like oh i'll just i'll just learn it when i get there i'll get there with <laughs> but yeah we'll have to we'll have to tip uh ross so he can uh he can go ahead and, and get his uh get his swedish on before he uh before he goes Oh yeah, get him in touch. Uh, on the, Absolutely, on we can get him here. started right away. <laughs> right, we gotta get, we gotta get Ross on. Here. Um, now, a question for let's see, not for both both of you, but one at a time. Um, we usually ask about how about a Swedish or a Stockholm landmark. I mean, we're all here in Stockholm. What what is a favorite? Uh oh, I can see by Danielle's expression that Ben is going to be answering this first. We'll go ahead and give Danielle a couple of extra seconds. Uh -huh. <laughs> nice safe. You're on the spot, right? <laughs> uh, right, right. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. There's, there's this, uh, like a lookout point hill just south of the city center, and I cannot remember the name of it now. You can climb up and you can see uh, everything. It looks out over Gamlestan. Uh, I bet you, Sean. What, what was the name you know of that? That was, the, it was that was the one that Lola, Lola had. No, is well. Okay. A couple questions to narrow it down. Is it oh. all? rocky area yes like smooth rock yep like smooth rocks but just there's, like, there's no bar there right right okay wait there's the one on Soldermom that looks actually more it's straight across from kungsholman yes yeah i, I can't mean, remember it. what that, it's got like a crazy swedish name i know that right it's not <laughs> <laughs> and it's not wait, the one you... lola mentioned either because that would okay. end up looking toward um What's it called? Grenalund directly. Okay. Wait, wait, but Sean, did you just ask if there was a bar there? Yeah, that's how I know that it's not <laughs> back to us and it's the other one. I'd be like, okay, I've never been there. Uh, <laughs> I've been to Musebak. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice, uh, nice view. <laughs> that was... Okay, Danielle, time's up. I, I'm ready. I have an answer. Um, okay, here we come. So it might sound a little bit cliche, but uh, my my favorite place to be in Stockholm is when you 
are cutting across Stortoriet and you go around the corner to where the Royal Palace is and you just see the waterfront all of a sudden. It just, you just wow. come around the corner right. and you see the water and you can see the art museum across the water and all the boats. I just never get tired of that view and I could take that walk wow. every day and be happy with it every single day. Oh, that's a that's good a, one. I like that. I like that. That that's a that's a good one. They have a similar they have a similar view that they removed um, because I I take the Pendeltog, so I, I ride the train and have been doing that forever for like ten years. Um, but when you come past, when you come start approaching into the city, and used to go through a tunnel, and then all of a sudden used to have Stutzhuset. You know, it was like the water. You had like the city on this side. But when they redid the the subway station, Tia now you come underground. So there's no like, but there's no view. You just bam. All of a sudden it's like, okay, you're in, you're out, you're up, you're down. But that view is similar to the one that, uh, that you're describing. There is nothing like coming into Stockholm and seeing all the water mm -hmm. and, uh, and the views. Here's question number well, two. Hold and, on. And, Before you get oh, to question oh. two. Okay. With that delay, I was able to possibly find the name huh. of Ben Spot. Dun, dun, dun. Bear yeah. with me here. Rodney, you'll have to correct yeah. me. Or anyone can okay. correct me. Skinnervix Parkin. Skinnervix. It's S-K-I-N-N-A-R-V-I-K-S. Burgett. B-E-R-G-E-T. I think that's in class two. I think I skipped that. Wait, I think I skipped that that class. But that's Queen the one that's Navi. got like it's Queen a little Queen park Navi. there, and then it's got like the massive yeah. rocks yeah. that kind of go down the hill, and then you can see across to Kungsholmen. Doing some quick googling. Queen Navik, because this is here's my, yeah. <laughs> there. You go. Here, here's my here's my little my little Swedish uh, tip that I used to, or that somebody taught me that I still use. Uh, is the the two consonants uh, in there for how the Huinavik or if it's Huinar, you know, if it's two ends, then it's a. And uh, the person told me it was like, remember, two horses. If it's two horses, or if it's yeah, if it's two horses, then it's fast. If it's one horse, then it's slow. So now I always think horses when I'm trying to pronounce Swedish uh, names. Huinavik uh, works. Yeah. So hey. I'll go ahead and give that one to everybody as just a bonus because it's going to keep people confused for a good long time. <laughs> we'll have to add that in. But hey, uh, N and Et. N and Et um, has always been my problem. I grew up bilingual, but I grew up bilingual because my mother's Swedish. So it, mm. it wasn't like I chose to. My mother forced me to be bilingual and no. Uh, so I grew up Swedish, but it was a culture shock. And I had a lot of problems moving over here as well, because um, I learned conversational Swedish and car conversational Swedish is fantastic until you had to start writing something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, as soon as I had to start corresponding with people, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be getting this job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like sending, spell things. sending like spelling and spell check and, and the whole deal. But it's, uh, no, it, it's, it's definitely a, a challenge, but N or et are still my, two of my, my toughest words. And I did go in and download the app yeah. and I have I played the game. Awesome. Uh, I got up to 24 and we're going to have to put a link in uh, with this episode because 
just so that people go down and you know, go in, download the app and test it yourself. See if you can beat my high score. Got to get Sean to do it as well. Yeah. Beginner. Let's see how good beginner's luck is. I still don't <laughs> okay. know if it's G right or Y, but it looks like a G. Well, yeah, but the, the, and, and the, sh, the, the sh, sh sound that we had worked on, Shanna and Shanner and Shalik and sh, the, all the different ways of Schlager and, and then huh, like, don't even get me started. Well, there's the, well, none of those letters make that sound. <laughs> well, five combinations that sound the same. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it says the people that have like pH. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. yeah, no, there isn't two F's in that. That's I'm apparently my my daughter on, <laughs> on there. But uh what about the word logum? How do you is that something that you have to tell or teach people about? Like this whole Swedish thing of, of logum, what logum is? Man, logum is something that I, you know, I'm almost a year in now and I still struggle with it a little bit. I have tried to explain this concept to my family because they want to know about all the interesting Swedishy things that I learn while I'm over here. And I struggle to explain it and I struggle to implement it in my own life consistently. Um, right. But it is absolutely something that everyone should learn about Swedish culture if they have moved here or even if they're just thinking about moving over here. It's it's important and it's... A, kind of a beautiful concept if you can manage to, to do it right. Right. And we know we also have like a little learning tool that we can recommend because we had, uh, I don't know if you listened to the episode with Lola, but Lola wrote a book mm. about logum. And, um, you know, there, there's a, there's a hot tip there, but logum, like trying to explain that to, to friends and family. And it, it's, it's really tough. It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because it's, one of those you always read about it every list says oh you can't define it you can't translate it into english you know i don't have such a problem with that you know not too much not too little just the right amount of something but how to use it and in what situations you actually that actually applies that that's yeah. what I find interesting i'm still trying to figure out <laughs> with the, go here. now now how many people uh come in and want to learn like swedish curse words are they even, can they even? <laughs> I think it's a new language. Learning a new language 101. Everybody wants to learn the curse word. And can, I, can I say something funny about our, our office? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just me, me and Ben here right now. I know where you're going. Yeah. We, yes, Ben knows. So we're the two Americans in the office. And we grew up, of course, knowing what all the very worst English curse words were and being very careful not to say those words around our mothers and in the workplace. Um, but of course, when it's your second language, those curse words don't sound quite as intense to you. And <laughs> yes. Our, yes. our Swedish co-workers will sometimes drop those curse words. And Ben and I don't care at all. We're not proved, right. but they will immediately right. look at us and say, oh, I'm sorry. And we'll say, <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. We're just surprised. Well, everybody just turns and looks. Yeah. <laughs> No, we, it's okay. Yeah. No, I I mean I that it's consistent or it's been a um a problem since we moved here. When I moved here, my kids were one and five. Mm. So 
I remember one of the first times that we were in the car, radio's on, we're listening to some popular song, but it's that unfiltered version, you know? And all of a sudden, there's like an F-bomb popping out of the speakers in every corner of my car. And my kids kind of looked at me a little bit and I was like, hey, Swedish radio's a little different, you know? I mean, it's, and, and it's still kind of hard for me to get used to that. And uh, it's, you know, just, just having, <laughs> been so used to the way it is back home and the TV and everything else. But, but uh, it's still, I think also it grits a little bit the wrong way. Cause I know that it, it work, I'm getting a little bit more used to it, but American curse words, boy, those things are flying left and right all over the place. I think it's just the funniest thing. And, and it is surprising to me to hear it at work so much. Like I don't mind cursing at all. My mother's going to listen right. to this and roll her eyes. It doesn't bother me at all, but to hear it in the workplace is a very unique experience coming from the U S. So it always, whenever I hear it, it, it sort of, it really sticks in your ear when you hear it. It's very a cultural workshop around that. Yeah. You'd be wondering what, what auto body shop do you work in? <laughs> it's going to be that that thing. Now, let's see. Uh, before I forget, one of you is from Maine, and the other one is from Michigan, I believe. Was That's that the... right. Yes, I'm from Maine. There you go, Michigan. Oh, okay, okay. I knew that that was the uh, that was the the trick. I learned a Swedish word. Actually, not too. Actually, this kind of a long time ago, but it was my kids. Do you guys know what planka means? Planka. And that I I may be way off here, but isn't that when you stand really close to somebody so you can sneak in the metro? Yes, yes. Danielle, Danielle, cling, cling. I remember that. Sean Sean is listicles. Right, Sean is looking looking confused. I'm like, why? Okay, first of all, the idea of standing close to someone today is like <laughs> yeah. ew gross yeah and like, like why really, do you need no to stand illegal. next to them to get into the metro like yeah. I, so many questions yeah. right now so many questions so so before i mean it was it was illegal kind of before now it's like super duper illegal <laughs> right. but planka means bored so you actually think about like two people getting close enough to sneak through but that's oh that's yeah oh yeah when they go through the, like the the turnstiles where you have to exactly the car. oh yeah right. i got that okay yeah I get, it, get it get it well then if you're like a 10 year old or a 12 year old you just go and jump over the thing and then all the security guards kind of stand around and go well <laughs> you know kids yep. they have rights so <laughs> <laughs> seen it happen yeah <laughs> Now, in um, in conversations like when you speak a language or don't speak a language, uh, sometimes you, I mean, even if you know a language fairly well, you kind of feel, uh, would you like a, a not a disadvantage, but you're not. I know that that was my frustration was was the lack of vocabulary. It's taken me 15 years, like to build up the vocabulary because my biggest problem when we moved over here was just using the words that I knew and yeah. putting you know those. But you're actually only getting like maybe 70% of what you actually, you know, want to say, you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that was kind of, kind of tough, especially like when you try to make jokes in a different language, but you don't really have those words. And I was sitting there, you know, nobody's laughing. I'm like, God, that would have been funny back, in, back home. That would have been funny. Right. Like, I don't know. Is it just the culture? <laughs> is it right? And here's my question. Number two that I didn't get to. Swedish food. What is 
a favorite Swedish food. And we're going to start with Danielle. We'll put 10 seconds on the clock. You put me on the spot because I went second last time. Um, Right. (laughs) I really love hard bread because you can just do everything with it. I know that's probably the most boring answer you've ever heard. But it's so versatile. You can just keep it in your pantry. It's good for months at a time. And you can make, make little pizzas, make little sandwiches. I love it. I love I, I like that answer. That was that's the first time that we've heard that one. I like it. I can tell you what what you can't do with it, which I learned at a very young age when my mother tried to make tuna fish sandwiches and we didn't have bread, so she used knäckebröd. She used the rye crisp bread. She put the tuna on it in my lunch bag. I didn't have lunch for like 4 hours. So I had this. So there's one thing that you can't can't do. So don't try doing tuna. Ben, what's your favorite? All right. I'm going to be a complete weirdo here because my girlfriend makes fun of me for actually enjoying this. I actually like Calix Caviar. Ah, She's like, you are weird. You know, someone put an eggs on toast. I'm like, I'm going to try that. And it's super good. We got, we got a we, winners. We got winners. We got the Knäckebröd and Kallis. You don't get too much more Swedish than that. Exactly. You know, we're not going meatballs and, you know, cinnamon buns. <laughs> but see, at least Ben calls it Kallis instead of saying, oh yeah, caviar. Like, no, come on. Let's, <laughs> no, let's be real here. That's not caviar. It's, it's the peeves of caviar. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of Sean's pet peeves. It's like, hey, call it whatever you want, but don't call it caviar. <laughs> or at least make sure. Ben, Danielle, thank you so much for joining us here today. We are going to go ahead and put up some links to both the website as well as the app, which I think that everybody should download and give it a shot and see if you can beat my high score of 24. Uh, thank you so much for being here and we will be in touch with each other. Thank you so All much right, for, for having, having us. us. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you. That is it for this week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Big thank yous for both Danielle and Ben as well for stopping by today. It was great speaking with them. We'll put the links in the description out to Swedish for Professionals, their website, the N or Et app, and also the Studio Swedish website. So be sure to go check that out. And then come back here next time for more Two Guys, Three Crowds. <laughs>